Fantasy Sports Video Network. Baseball player John Murphy of MLB Network reports that the Astros are showing continued interest in Tigers left-hander Matthew Boyd. Apparently, the Astros are also heavily linked to right-hander Zach Wheeler. Wheeler is a free agent after the end of this season. Matt Boyd is under team control through 2022. Mark Feinstein of MLB.com reports that the Red Sox are unlikely suitors for Edwin Diaz, Shane Green, and Raciel Iglesias. Alex Byer of the Boston Globe and Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic are hearing the same. John Heyman of MLB Network reports that the Indians are, quote, increasingly unlikely to trade Trevor Bauer. This could be a sense of posturing by the Indians, but it does seem as though his trade value may be diminishing. And down at Chiefs camp, Tyree Kill was seen being carted off the field. No word yet on what the injury is. I'm Dan Straffer, and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. Stay tuned to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for more updates at the top of every hour. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Roto, it's a Tuesday. It almost was a very unhappy Tuesday. For Tyreek Hill owners. Yes, we got a scare today. He was carted off. So, of course, when people see that, they expect the worst. But a lot of times, players do get carted off. It's a long distance from the field to the locker room. And we found out it's just a quad injury. doesn't appear to be serious. So, uh, for now, uh, continue to draft Tyreek Hill where you were. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, listening to the NFL uh, radio network, and they're like, oh, Tyree kills injured. I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, I literally just took him in a draft. He went, uh, I'm trying to get a link to last night's draft. Ronis, he went, like, think number nine overall in last night's online championship. So his, his people, are, people are in. People are in on him. Yeah, uh, we, I, don't, I don't know if we mentioned it on air or off air, but I'm in this Rasball League, and I was before we went off, I'm like, yeah, I kind of hope he makes it back to me, and he did. So oh, did I took you? him in the middle of the second round. <laughs> so you always like, dropped yes. a deuce. Yeah, yeah. Like, no. Yeah. No, you, you, thought just, you probably thought yourself lucky, right, to get him in the middle of the second? Uh, yeah, considering I have seen some drafts where he goes late first, early second, and uh, so I was hoping that he didn't go before me because that was the target. And, again, this is – uh, it's partly best ball for the first nine weeks. It's best ball, and then you have to set lineup. So Tyreek, uh, in any format, is good, but especially in best ball early on in the season where you don't have to worry about – I mean, he really didn't have too many down games anyway. He had a couple, but you know, for the most part, uh, he has a high floor every week. Can I just blast my friends at Rasball for a second? Why complicate things and make it half best ball and half lineups and $10 of free agency? You know what happens? I'm being serious now. You're in so many football leagues. When I mean you, I do mean Adam Rhodes. But most people are in so many. Yeah, I don't want it complicated. I want it simple. Otherwise, I, I can't handle it. Well, I, at the same time, I, I, do, I do appreciate them doing something different. You know, and it's the same thing like Scott Fish with his fishbowl where he did something different. So I think that's what it is, is. They're trying to do something different. If they just kind of do the same thing, maybe people are reluctant to join. So, you know, and again, for the first nine weeks, you really don't have to do much. The fab is $10 for the season. So it's not like you have to do a ton. But, yes, I mean, look, if you're playing in a multitude of leagues, then, yeah, maybe it's not for you. So 
Uh, I don't know. I look at it a couple different ways. It's up to each individual. If you feel like, hey, it's too much. I have too many leagues. I want to do it. That's fine. And, you know. That's kind of how every... I feel, Adam. I'm, I'm in so that's many fine. leagues. I, I can't have too much, too much differentiation. I don't want to be in standard leagues and half-point PPR leagues. And I know that sounds like, you know, I'm just old, getting old and crotchety, which maybe I am, by the way. I just feel like I need say to, yes. to simplify. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but he, to, to simplify doc, it for myself. Doc, I've always said this, and sometimes we do get that worked up. Like no, 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 no. Like we'll yeah. say, oh, how are you playing in an eight- or ten-team league? The goal of fantasy, though, is to have fun. For most people, obviously, we do this full time, but the goal here is to have fun. I mean, yes, you want to win money, but if you're in a 10-team league and you have fun, do it. It's not for me. It's not for Doc. We want to be in a more deep, competitive league. So the goal is to have fun. So if you feel like, hey, this is not what I want to do. It's too much. Then don't join it. It's simple. But I do. I always talk about. I do. You know, I do. Go ahead. I do applaud them for trying something different, though. You know, it might not be for everyone. You know, our friend Kick Kickman that we see in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Kick is in a league where they go to week 17 and they've got the craziest rules. And I, every time I see him, I'm like, Kick, you got to be crazy. Why do you play in this league? And he goes, I've been with them forever and I love it. They're my friends. So at the end of the day, isn't that what makes him happy? If that makes him happy, then he should do the league, right? Don't, don't worry Absolutely. about what I don't like. or what he, Yeah, what it doesn't, matter, doesn't matter what we think. Right. So it's, uh, you're, you're right on that. By the way, I want to give a shout-out to our friend uh, Andy Raven at Sports or Andy. He used to be a big-time listener to our show, Ronas, and then he, he lost us. But he just found us again. He's listening on the app, and we, we're very happy to have him uh, listening. So for all those people out there listening on the app, we appreciate you, and we appreciate you tuning into our show. All right, so we got lucky here with the Tyree Kill news. But Andrew Luck, you know, the calf is... Frank Reich says he's just not ready to take the next step in his recovery. At what point will you downgrade him with a twitchy calf muscle? Well, I think this goes for me and you. It doesn't matter for us because we're not drafting Andrew Luck. And we're not (laughs) drafting anyone in that range. Now, right? Do you agree? Yeah, I don't expect him on any of my teams. No. Right. And there might be a league where he falls to around eight or nine as we discussed. I did take him in a mock draft league, though. I did take him in a couple of mock drafts. On the mock draft now? Yeah. That one? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, and there sometimes you look at it and you know we know kind of where players go and we can get values on receivers and running backs we like later on. So, yeah, you can do it there. Uh, his ADP right now is 77. I think I, I do have him ranked behind Deshaun Watson in my rankings. I have him at three. Uh, I'm going to leave him there for now, but this has actually been something that's been bothering him for a while now, actually. This is not just... This week, this has been going on. I think at least three a month months. Or so. Three months. Yeah, Jonas, three months. And, and I don't like. How... I don't like calf muscles, dude. Hard to run when you're being chased by a very large man who's coming after you. You're going to need your calf muscle for explosion. Yeah. So yeah, there is definitely some reason to worry here with luck for sure. Uh, now they do have what 37 days before the start of the season, but, but remember, calves can be very tricky. I mean, just look at Kevin Durant. So they have to be very cautious here with Locke. So, yeah, I think there's definitely some concern about taking him, especially since quarterback is so deep. You know, if, you, if there's any concern, just move on to someone else. Now, there are a lot of people who expect a huge season from Locke, and they like him, and I understand why. He had a great year last year and the first year under Frank Reich. But, you know, I don't, I don't think you could risk taking him you know, so early now based on this news, if you're drafting like today. Now, I got a super flex draft this weekend. It's going to be interesting to see what happens to Luck. I probably won't take him. Someone I, else will reach w- on him earlier than me. I won't take him. 
and, and the, the calf muscle. I don't get worried by, uh, I worry about hamstrings and I worry about calves, Adam. And I really feel like as he's, imagine this, he's escaping from the pocket, right? He's rolling out to his right. Some guy, someone's breathing down his neck and he's got to go a little bit harder. Can't you see him re-injuring that? Don't you think this is going to come back to haunt him at some point during the season? I think it does. It could, especially if he doesn't get the appropriate rest. So the Colts have to be very smart here with this. And uh, it seems like they are taking that first step, at least. Now, very good piece of news is I think Jacoby Brissett is one of the top backups in the league. So I wouldn't necessarily knock Hilton and Campbell and all those guys back too much. I mean, Brissett's not, not luck, but I don't think he sucks. Yeah, that's true. And they have a very good offensive line. So, yeah, do they take a hit? But it's not like some other team you could just fall off the map going to back up. Right. We need to talk more about that. The Colts and their depth. We return right after this. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Not supposed to trust anyone in our profession anyway. All right, we're back. Hard to tell sometimes, Adam Ronas. We are full time fantasy. I'm Dr. Roto along with Adam Ronas. Uh, use the promo code ROTO50 or RONAS50 for 50% off your first two months. And we will be happy to give you that if you join FullTimeFantasy.com. The preseason pro picks are in. Uh, mine are in. Sean Childs are in. What are yours in, Adam? August 22nd, I believe. Oh, my God. I have to wait that long? <laughs> you know everything already, Doc. We talk every day. <laughs> but I don't know who you're actually picking. That is true. Right, send me well, an email. Let me know early. We talk about our early. drafts all the time, man. I don't. That's it doesn't. True. We're probably not playing in a league together this year, anyway, right? Are you, am I, the GST. Are you gonna make sure we're in a different division? We're probably gonna be in different leagues. I all think. Right, sure, yeah, I think that's a better idea. I think it is too. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're still. But well, we're still. We'd still compete for the overall. <laughs> that's fine, but I, I think it's best if we're not in the same league. Don't probably because we're gonna yeah. punch each other. Like you took my pick. You <laughs> took my pick. Exactly. Well, I said he. I, I said I liked him. I did too. <laughs> exactly. I said it first. <laughs> we're gonna be reaching four rounds to get our guys we want because uh, Doc's gonna take my pick. Rona's gonna take my pick. Everybody's gonna look. Why you take that guy seven rounds out of his ADP? Well, Rona's was gonna take him. <laughs> exactly. I knew Rona's. I Doc knew Rona's was gonna him. take him. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It kind of, uh, but it happens to us though. That's that's the problem. You know this, man. When when people listen to your shows, read your stuff, and you're in leagues with them, like they know who you want. So if they're picking like right around you, they go, "Oh, well, Doc likes this guy. I got to take him now." It sucks, but hey, it's part of part of the gig, right? I'll give you credit, Rona. Sometimes when I'm drafting and we're going down to, and I'm picking between a couple of guys, I'll think about our conversations on the radio. I'm like, all right. I kind of don't like this. Ronas didn't like him. All right, I'll go this way. I, I sometimes do that if I'm doing a draft. It, hopefully it works out most times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it doesn't, I blame you. If it, if it works out, I, I, I take all the credit. 
Hey, look, when you make so many predictions, you're going to get things wrong, obviously. Uh, anyone who admits they don't get anything wrong, it's just they're, they're fooling themselves, even the best players. I would like to think, do you think that you're, and this is, this is do you think you're 75% right? Uh, that's kind of, isn't that kind of high? <laughs> that's kinda, I'd like to be 75% right. I think, yeah, I, think I, I would go with that. Is that too high? I think so, yeah. I think 63.1%. Yeah, I think they say like six, 60 to 65% is usually good. That's crazy, right? Because in school, you're like 60. <laughs> you got a big, that's a that, half. I would never <laughs> accept that in school. I got a 65. I was disgusted. Yeah, no, I couldn't come home with a 65, dude. That's not good. I'd have to like, you know, throw that. But then again, it's where, but here's the difference though. We're also going against a field where they're either that or lower. So the goal is just to be write more often than other people. Well, I feel like when we are on the waiver wire, I need to be right about three to four guys on, on the season. And I need to be very right on those three guys. I can't tell you who they are or when they are, but I need to be right on about three to four guys to impact my roster throughout the season if I want to win big money. Yeah, I'm trying to... Yeah, Lindsay was... I only got Lindsay in one league last year. I did win the league. I wouldn't say it was because of him. He played a part. I just had a really good draft. No, uh, but Lindsey was a guy that took, that's one type of guy. Damian oh, yeah. Williams was another type of guy. You know, uh, I don't think I, I was able to get Williams anywhere last year. Maybe one league. Justin Jackson I did get in a league or two. That, that was another okay. guy that helped. Uh, but what about early in the year? I'm trying to remember on my online championship. I think I picked up Dante Pettis maybe. He was an impact guy. Juju a couple of years ago was an impact guy. I mean, when you think about it, there's probably a dozen impact guys who come out of the woodwork. You got to get right. a quarter and, of those guys. And sometimes there are only three, four weeks, like, you know, Damian Williams for the playoffs. But that was huge. I mean, that helped people win big money. It probably helped Chad Schrader, right? I know he had. Oh, for a lot sure. Of for sure. And I'm not busting on our friends Chuck and Hammer, right? But the, I, I'll never forget this because they were in my league. They spent like 400 bucks on Rashad Higgins. Right after Higgins had a good week, yeah, I don't blame them for going for it. I don't blame them. It just it was didn't early work out. in the year, right? Yeah, it was early oh. in the year. Higgins, they thought Higgins was going to go into that rotation, which maybe so because Callaway couldn't catch. But you look, you're going to miss. The problem is you got to hit on about three guys, and you can't miss on any guy that you spend a lot of money on. Otherwise, you're dead. You know what I found hilarious last year? Like people talking about about picking up Nick Chubb off the waiver. I'm like, what league is Chubb? Of? Now, yeah. obviously, there were some. But in our leagues, like, yeah. I drafted Chubb in four leagues. I held on to him in every single league. In fact, I remember one of the leagues, was we had 18 roster spots, 12 teams. And I share it with my friend. And we were look, we needed someone to cut. And we were debating. And he goes, ah, what about Nick Chubb? I'm like, man, I don't think so, man. I don't think we can do it. He's like, well, we can drop him and pick him back up next week. I'm like, I don't want to risk it. What if... There's an injury this week, so, so thank goodness he listened to me because they didn't want to lose Nick Chubb. But can I tell no. you our big, our big? I don't know if it's my biggest flaw because I think I do remember it. I think one of your flaws, and it's I don't, not, not, not personal. You sometimes forget that there are leagues where people don't have Nick Chubb because every league no. you're in, he's in round seven. No, and I agree with that, and it, it kind of makes the difficult sometimes with that waiver wire article because you know who's our audience? Like, yeah, we cater to high-stakes players, but we do have a lot of players who don't play in the high-stakes leagues that are in the home league, so you've got to kind of cater to both, but still, even so, like, 
I guess because maybe even if Chubb was drafted, say, in round 14 of a home league, maybe he was dropped in week three, right? I guess. No, but, but you, there, there are guys, Adam, that let's just say I talk about a guy, I don't know, uh, uh, Michael Gallup. I'm just giving you Michael Gallup, right? All of a sudden, I remember being on the radio talking about Michael Gallup, and then I would get about 47 tweets. Should I pick him up? Should I drop this guy? Like, nobody had Michael Gallup. And I'm thinking, are you kidding? Everybody in the leagues I'm playing him, he's already gone. But, uh, you know, 50 people are out there listening and going, should I get Gallup, and should I drop uh, John Brown for him? Yeah, no, it's it's true is that, you know, w- we play in such deep leagues. Like, I I don't I think I don't play in any 10-team leagues. So the Me smallest either. league I play in is 12, and I think the smallest roster – actually, uh, the flex league actually only has 16 roster spots with 12 teams, and it's super flex. So That used to be like the host league. We used to do the same thing, right? 16 spots for yeah, 12 teams. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I would – I consider that a shallow league because, you know, yeah, we're so used yeah, to – Yeah, very shallow, we're so, yeah. We're so used to doing 20 rounds. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, that four rounds, that's a big difference. There's always guys out there on the waiver wire. Always. No, it guys. really is. It really is. So, yeah, no, it's it's something that, you know, we have to consider and understand. The problem is, you know, the guy who plays in a deeply like us, like, oh, really? All these guys are, are, are taken in my league. How is this helping me? So that's why when I do the um, fab breakdown, I try to do it by – by teams and I'll, I'll you know, uh, by league, like 12 team leagues, like here's for 10. And no, 12. that's a really good article. Yeah, you do a great job with that. You do, because I think I don't do as good a job with that. I'll list a couple of guys out there, Adam, when I do my waivers, but not too many, maybe one or two. But I just assume you're in a 12 team league. Yeah, no, but it, there are people that are in 10 team leagues and even some eight, not as much, but. There's a, there are people still playing in 10-team leagues, and there's 12-team leagues sometimes with only 14, 16 roster spots. So, you know, we're here to cater to everyone. And, yeah, I mean, sometimes people might hear us and be like, well, not, all those guys are available in my league. What do I do? You know, so, but we're here to help everyone. All right, so I hot off the presses, Adam. I'm going to – I'm sending you right now the draft board link. Let's see if uh, you actually can get this, and it opens up for you. So well, I'll tell you this: you're, you'd hate the slow draft I'm in right now because it's going pretty slow, man. <laughs> you, you know, well, I, hate I don't. Slow well, let's guys. see. So it started yesterday at 10 a.m. Okay, Where wait, wait, you are you in round? If you're not in round the middle of round two, I'd be annoyed. Oh, oh no, 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 we're way past that. Okay. So what would be a good pace for you? So if we started- two picks, it's a two picks a day. Oh, okay. So then I guess not too bad. Then we're first pick around five. I don't know. It yeah. feels slow to me. If I can make two picks a day, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. All right, so I think I made three picks yesterday and one today so far. Okay, three picks is a lot, you know, because cause I, I want to pay attention, but I want to pay too much attention. Well, there was one guy on the, <laughs> there was one guy on the turd who said, uh, sorry, going to be taking my time a little bit on my second pick. Corey's like, why? You're on the turn. <laughs> <laughs> How hard is that? <laughs> it's kind of true, dude. At 12, 13, how much time do you need? Like, yeah. really? I mean, again, if you want to take the, look, those players are close. You want to take 15, 20 minutes? Don't take two hours. <laughs> I'd rather you, you take. I'd rather you take two hours and then take both picks together. Boom, boom, right? Then take I a guess. pick and wait two hours and take another pick. Yeah, I don't know, man. Sometimes it's mind-boggling. All right, last, there was an online championship last night. We'll discuss right after this.
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, season-long fantasy football drafts are in full swing, and Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package with the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock of the Roto Experts provide dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package found only at rotoexperts.com. All right, Ronas, last night there was an online championship. I have the draft board. In the first four picks, though, Saquon goes one, McCaffrey goes two, Amara goes three, Le'Veon Bell goes four. I've seen, I've seen Bell go in the middle of the second round of drafts. Four? I mean, but I did like his thing. I'm, I'm ready to help fantasy owners. I'm ready to get 500 touches. But fourth? Yeah, I can't take him fourth. Um, obviously, Zeke fell to five, and maybe the comments from Jerry Jones yesterday influenced that owner. Again, there was a report that I just saw from Josine Anderson of ESPN that Talks are moving in the right direction. Nothing's done yet, but expects Zeke to be one of the highest paid running backs. So I think August 6th, obviously, is the key date there. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see, though, what that means for Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper. Both guys who contracts expire sooner are at camp and Zeke's not there. So uh, I think Dak made some comments alluding to that. But, um, yeah, I'm not ready to, to move Zeke down the board yet. Maybe next week, different story. But today, no. Now, our friend Andy is double rainbow. So let me ask you about his team. Uh, he, he, he lucks into Zeke at five. He takes Mike Evans. I know he likes Leonard Wait, Fournette. which Andy is this? Our friend Andy Wheel. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Didn't okay. he get burned by Fournette last year? <laughs> yeah, he did. But he's going back to Fournette, <laughs> yeah, right? I, I can't blame You know, I have yet to take Fournette. What are you? No, it's a good pick. No, it's a good I, pick I was right just there. saying, I wanted to talk to you about that because yeah. I haven't taken him yet, but I understand, like, this is the cheapest we've gotten him, and I know he's been a disappointment in the first two years, injury, but he's a three-down back. He can catch the football. The offensive line had issues last year. There were injuries. Everything that could go wrong for Jacksonville did, and they wilted. Uh, but I think... I think Some, Somebody sent me a tweet literally today, this morning. It, might, it may have been you, Ronas. He said, what do I think of Leonard Fournette? And I wrote back, big upside if his head is screwed on straight, but big downside too. Great third-round pick in 12-team drafts. Yeah, he's... Definitely, there's definitely risk for him for sure. But for sure, it, but it, it, he could if he stays healthy, he's going to be fed the football. I don't know if it's health, Ronas. I think it's the team, how they perform, his attitude. I mean, look, we were talking about Leonard Fournette two years ago as uh, you know he was like Saquon. That's how everybody wanted him, right? But you know, is he unhappy there? Is Jacksonville they they're pre- they're prepared for life without Fournette? If he gets off to a good start he may be invaluable. If he gets off to a crappy start, they may get rid of this guy. Yeah, it could be, for sure. I mean, we know there's a lot of talent there, but we 
haven't seen it full throttle just yet. I mean, he's yet to average four yards per carry in a season. Is that his fault? Um, I think it's I mean, his fault. I mean, I think, yeah, Blake Bortles, dude. Blake Bortles is the worst. I think the last worst. year was the offensive line issues, and the defense didn't play up to the level we thought. Go do yourself a favor, and I wish we had an intern. We need an intern on us. If anybody out there wants to be our intern, let us know. Blake Bortles in the first half of games, I would argue, Adam, that out of, I don't know, how many games did he play in the last three years, 48, that maybe he threw for eight, eight games out of 48 over 100 yards in the first half. He was oh, yeah. not bad. He, he, he would pile up yards in garbage time. Right. So, I mean, how is Leonard Fournette ever going to be good when you've got the worst quarterback in the NFL as your quarterback? Well, it doesn't help. I mean, I don't know. We saw Barkley put up a great year with Eli. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, Bar- I think Barkley, though, is yeah, but, premier by the way, talent. You, do you know who the Redskins left tackle is this year? Not Trent Williams. Eric oh, Flowers. Flowers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Dwayne Haskins may be a dead man. I don't know. Dwayne Haskins better sit there and find somebody because that guy going to be hurt. All right. So Andy in round four takes A.J. Green. Good risk, bad risk. I'm saying bad risk. I what agree you with saying? you. I'm saying bad. Uh, I know he had some, they're saying, minor procedure here today involving the ankle, and he could be ready for week one. Uh, I'm not doing it in round four. I don't think that's enough of a discount. And look, maybe he's back week one, week two, and he's fine, but I don't want to go into the season uh, with that risk. Uh, I, I would have passed on him. And uh, He could have taken Godwin, Moore, Cop. Robinson, Boyd, Williams, I would have done any of those six guys instead of Green. Because not that I don't like Green, I don't want that risk. That's too risky for me. Because when you're starting out, Zeke, Evans, and Fournette, Fournette is the one risk, Gronus. I can't have two risks. Right, and you could say that maybe some of those receivers are risks. I could see it. There, but I, I See, I don't think so with Godwin, man. The guy we've seen him on the field just dominate, and now you're telling me he's going into a full time role. Bruce Arians said he's never going to leave the field. You could tell me Mike Evans is the one. I don't think Godwin's going to be that far behind him in targets. Right, uh, but Moore's not a risk either, and Allen Robinson's not a risk. He's the number one dude on that on a on a prolific offense. I don't think, and Mike Williams is not a risk to me. Those four guys are not risky. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna. Especially since he already took Fournette too, it's like you already have a risk there. You know that guy. Can, you go, you know that guy can get hurt before game one. Except, well, let's go to Team Eleven for a second, okay? Because I was I did a draft review, so and you could find this draft review at fulltimefantasy.com. Look at rounds eight and nine for Team Eleven. You take Sterling Shepard. You're going to come back with Emmanuel Sanders in the next round. And you already ju- took a quarterback in round seven. Yeah, I mean, and you took you, Kenyon Drake. Too. I just too risky. And Sony Michelle. I know. And it's crazy. And Edelman. <laughs> no, I like Edelman, but he does have the thumb. But still, I'm not really worried about it. But yeah, it's just you could tell me. Well, look at the rounds. No, it's it's risk. I think Shepard should be fine for week one, but there's downside in that offense. Sanders is on the other side of thirty, coming off an Achilles tear. Yeah, there, there's a lot of risk in this team. Yeah, I mean, look. I, you know me. I am an aggressive drafter, right? There's, you, you'll never say Dr. O is a safe drafter. That, those words will never come out of your mouth. But I, I try to – I'll be risky, but I don't maximize risk, Adam. That's just crazy. I'll risk one or two spots, not seven or eight. Yeah, look, let's start round five. Sony Michelle, history of knee issues going back to high school. Had a minor procedure in the offseason. This is a PPR format. He doesn't catch the football. 
Uh, so to me, there's risk there. Kenyon Drake, I know he's running with the first team today because Kalen Balazs is out. I don't know why Balazs is out, but look, Drake is talented. We know that, but I don't know. Do we say maybe this is Adam Gase? The new coaching staff's coming in here and is already burying him? Now, it's week one. And, and the thing you have to keep in mind is you're going to see a lot of these young players run with the ones because they need they can't evaluate them with the twos and threes. So, so there's risk right there. Ballad, and you, you, Miami in, in itself, every single player in Miami, every single one, Adam, is risky because you don't know what Brian Flores is going to do. You have no idea what his thoughts are. He may change his mind. That team is tanking for Tua. We all know that. So who knows who's going to start? How could you project what's going to happen there? No, it's true. I mean, there's. I don't have much Miami exposure. I think I took Drake in our FF champs uh, best ball, but that was early. Uh, backed off him now. Uh, I don't have. I do have Balage when he was going late. Now his ADP is rising. I mean, he went in the tenth round of this. I was able to get him in the fishbowl like really. So his ADP is up to one twenty five. And the last look at the last four drafts for Balage: one ten, one twenty, one hundred one ninety seven. Didn't I take Balage in the, the FF champs league real late? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, I Maybe thought I you took did. him real late. I, I know I him took late. him in the fishbowl. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah, I, I haven't taken – I don't think I've taken any Miami receivers yet. I have taken Gusecki late, although the reports are him are not great. I see Nick no, O'Leary right now yeah. is the starting tight end. Like, what the hell's going He's on? Not str- I think it really does take tight ends three years, and Gusecki is not strong enough. He doesn't block well enough, and that's a problem. Yeah, so, I mean, look, I, I took him in a couple drafts as, like, my two, number two tight end, so it's not a heavy investment. And, um, and even here on this team, he took him two in round 17, tight end 24. I'm fine with that because if it if he does have a bad training camp, it doesn't work out, easy cut, you know, find someone else. But I, I, I don't know why you take Kittle, Lacoste, and Gusecki. All right, so I'm going to talk about our friend Big Phil for a second. And, I, and this, I want to get to a point because this is a larger point. So, Big Phil, if you're out there listening, what's up, my man? I'm not picking on you as much as I'm going to use you as what as an instruction. So Big Phil's in the, the draft last night, and he sends me a DM. I don't see it. And it says, are you still up? Would you take Mahomes at 5'8"? And then uh, he's going to decide what to do. And the more, I, I, I don't see his tweet till late before I go to bed. And I go, I would have taken Pettis. You know I love Mahomes, but I think but I would not take a quarterback until rounds 9 through 11. Okay? He writes back, I know you wouldn't have taken... Like Rona says, you need to have discipline not to take a QB early. I had none last night. So let's talk about that for a second, okay? Big Phil's a good drafter, okay? He's a good owner. He's a smart player. He does a lot of these. And this is not about Big Phil for a second, okay? I'm just using him in general. Why do you think that people lose their discipline at drafts? They go in with an idea, and then all of a sudden, by round six, they're throwing their draft strategy out the window at them. Well, it's kind of like when you're on a diet and there's cake in the house and you look over and you see it and you know, I'm not supposed to eat it. I can't, I can't, but it's calling you. Mahomes is tantalizing because people saw what he did last year and they envision, hey, what if he does that again? What if he comes close? It's the fifth round. I mean, if you had Mahomes last year, you know how fun it is. You know, Doc. I had him in a couple leagues, including a Superflex league, the league out in Vegas. I mean, it was phenomenal. Every week, like, you were, like, saying, yeah, four touchdowns for Mahomes. Like, you were counting on that. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. That was a bad week. That was a bad week. Yeah, it's a lot lot of fun, but you have to understand the market here. That's what it's about. It's about the market. And, 
Yeah, okay. Say Mahomes does finish as the QB1 again. Doesn't mean you can't win. And in fifth round, it seems like a value. And maybe other leagues it is. But you have to know the Fantasy Football World Championships, where these quarterbacks go. And we say it all the time. I mean, Matt Ryan, round 11. Winston, 11. Cam Newton, round 12. I mean, you're getting a potential breakout player in that spot. Maybe a Dante Pettis. And you can get a quarterback later. That's why. Yeah. All right. We'll keep, we'll keep breaking back draft discipline when we return right after this. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, we're back. We are in a draft state of mind, Adam Ronis. And if you want to draft, you go to playffwc.com right now. If you go there, you know what you're going to find, Adam? What do you think you're going to find there? A ton of drafts. A ton of drafts. That's exactly right, a ton of drafts. So let's see. Tonight's draft, if I go there, there's a draft and go best ball, $99 draft, Ronis, at 9 p.m. All right, for nine, there's eight spots left. And we also have a starter, a full season, 18 rounds, but this is only $35. I love the starters just so that you could go and start drafting. You want to get in there, get your feet wet. You haven't really drafted yet. It's not even August yet, but you feel like you want to draft. Do a starter one, 35 bucks, and you'll start being, you'll start drafting. And let me tell you something, Adam. I don't like a lot of mock drafts. Anybody who mock drafts on Yahoo is a Yahoo for me. Yeah, I mean, mock drafts are are pretty much done. I mean, best ball is the way to go now because, you know, people have something invested. You can win some money. So, yeah, and people are not as likely to mess around. Well, you know, in those old mock drafts, people go in there, make a pick or two, leave, or make a stupid pick to ruin the draft. You're not going to get that here because people are putting something on the line. All right, Big Phil said to tell you, Ronis, it wasn't cake he saw. It was a big, juicy peach. Okay, well, peaches are... Should be good for you, but I don't know if Mahomes in the fifth is good. I mean, I don't look, know if you read. I don't know if you get. I don't know. I don't know if you're getting his reference wrong. Yeah, I see. I know what his reference okay. is. Okay, just checking. <laughs> I know what the peach emoji is. Oh, uh, just checking, Ron. I, who knows what you no, know? I don't know, Ronus. I'm, I'm old. I mean, do you ever find like, like you watch? I, I watch some reality shows and I hear these people talk and I have no idea. This this guy last night said he was cheesing on somebody. I'm like, I've never used that word. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't be watching the reality shows. Do you use the word cheese? No, that's not not in my vernacular. Look at that word vernacular. That's an impressive one right there. All right, let's get back to this draft. So I was talking to my friend Chris today, and Chris was team number one. And he did something that we will normally torture somebody for on the radio because it's just a bad move. And Chris, here's what he did. In round eight, he took Baker Mayfield. And in round nine, with the very next pick, he took Kyler Murray. And I said to him, I go, why would you take two quarterbacks back to back? And his comment was, I like them both and I didn't want to lose them. Can you, can you accept that rationale? No, because there's a lot of guys I like. I'm not going to get two of them. I mean, you know, Wentz is, is there, is, you know, went around later that I like. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks I like. And I, I find it very difficult when I'm ranking the quarterbacks. 
you know, I always feel like, oh, wow, this guy's too low. But then as you move him up, you're like, okay, where am I going to, who am I dropping down? So he took Kyler Murray before Aaron Rodgers, by the way. Uh, did you see that? Yeah, I did. I mean, look, if you like Murray, Ooh. you, you, you I, see, I think Murray, I don't know, would he have made it back? He might have made it back. Then again, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, I don't know, know, man. Because the buzz is know. high. Yeah. He might have, but I, I still don't like it. Again, I'd rather take. Uh, any a lot of guys in that round. I would have taken a tight end, Gallup. I, there's just too many guys that I'd rather take a shot on in that round. He could have. Oh, he could have had Vance McDonald, right? right. He could have had yeah, Cook. I would have done that. Ebron. Yeah. So what do you? So what are you going to do every week now? So like, you're just going to play the matchups every week with those two, and and you're going to get it wrong a lot. Well, let me let me ask you this. Let's let's just argue that Kyler Murray is good, and let's argue that Baker Murray is great. Maybe you're keeping those guys. Who's away Baker from- Murray? Baker Mayfield, excuse okay. me. Baker yes. Murray's is the, the, when you combine them. That's it. Okay. And Kyler Mayfield. All right. So let's say Baker Mayfield is a star and Kyler Murray is very good. Maybe you're keeping them away from the rest of the league. Uh, I don't like to look at it like that. I, I look at it that you potentially cost yourself uh, maybe a, a breakout or a value in, in the round. All right. Fair enough. I want to get back to the, the draft discipline. I find, and I want to, my thought on this was, People go in there with a concept. The second the draft doesn't go the way they want it to or the way they expect, all the discipline goes out the water. And that's what shocks me the most because the point of discipline is having discipline and being disciplined, right? And not ju- and if something goes wrong, you stay the course. Something pick isn't there, you stay the course. You keep on staying the course and good things happen, Adam. Oh, yeah, for sure. You, you know that you're going to be disappointed. You're going to get sniped. You have to be able to bounce back up quickly because, you know, we have, what, a minute, minute 15 on the clock? So you have to be prepared for anything that comes your way. And especially when you're participating in a field of good competition, you're not going to get everyone you want. And you're going to get sniped, especially right before you're about to go. You have to shake it off and move on. You can't sit there and, and pout and... You know, dwell on the fact that, oh, man, he took my guy. I can't believe this. Always be ready with something else. Have you ever been in a draft where you just literally have been sniped all night, where this yeah. guy's just sniped you almost every time? Yeah. It's, it's, not the, it's not the best feeling in the world at all. It really sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I get it. I get why people do that. But I think you go in. I think you go in with a plan. And I think you keep to the plan. But... Um, this was, if you look at the board last night, there were a lot of teams who took back-to-back quarterbacks. Team one took it in eight and nine. Team three took it in 11 and 12. Team four took it in 13, 14. Uh, team 12 took it in 17 and 18. Does that surprise you as we discussed yesterday? No, I'm fine doing it in those rounds. I have no problem with it. It's late. You know, you're getting some good values at the quarterback position. I just can't do it in, you know, the round six, seven, eight, nine. I just think, especially since we have the extra flex spot that you start, it's just too risky. And there's not a huge difference between some of those quarterbacks that go in round nine uh, as opposed to round 13. I mean, I think that tier is pretty close this year. All right, I want to talk about John Rosek's team. He is team six. John Rosek, to me, is one of the most clever drafters there is in our format. And I remember being in a, a draft with him, and his 20th round pick was Aaron Jones. That was when, remember, Jamal Williams was everybody's darling, and yeah. Aaron Jones was just drafted. Look at his last three picks here. Equinemius St. Brown, Nicole Hardman, 
and Jacek Kumaro. None of those guys look any decent, but maybe one of those guys emerges, Adam. Yeah, definitely. You know, you want some investment in the Green Bay receiver core. You already had Valdez Scantling early, so maybe that if he doesn't work out, he gets hurt. Uh, one of those guys gets into the mix, and again, yeah. it's, uh, it's the last three rounds, so we'll know something more by the beginning of the season, and if those guys don't do anything, he can easily cut them. And Hardman, where Tyrion uh, is getting open pretty easily, and obviously he's got the speed, and Tyreek Hill, injury not serious, at least for now, but we're taking a shot on late. I mean, before, Hardman was going like round 11, round 12, when we had the uncertainty surrounding Tyreek Hill. So, yeah, that's what you want this late. Uh, you know, he did take a, a kicker, which is fine. It was Justin Tucker, but no defense. So, it makes sense. He's going to have to cut one of those guys to get a defense anyway uh, for week one. Now, strategically, let me look at his team for a second here. Are you okay with Lamar Jackson as your only quarterback? Yeah, I am. Uh, maybe during the season that might change. Uh but I'm fine with him. I think, again, the the floor is very high with him. He's going to run. I think Harbaugh is given a number of over under 139 carries. He said take way over. Yeah. Which you understand because you want the ball in the hands of Jackson. He put on 10 pounds. He's very athletic. The only risk is, and we know this, any quarterback that runs like that is going to be at risk for injury. They're going to be at risk to take big hits. Uh, give, me, so- give me a number of rushing yards that go, go crazy. What's the high? Uh, the high? Eight hundred yards. So let me ask you this. Let's let's come up with numbers here. Three thousand yards passing. Is that fair? Or is that too high? Ooh, let's see. Uh, is that too high? That's. No, I think that's fair. So we'll call it one hundred and fifty points. How many passing touchdowns? Want to say fifteen? Less than one per game. Say twenty. All right, so that's twenty. That's eighty points, right? Now we're going to give him eight hundred and fifty yards rushing, and how many rushing touchdowns? Six. So that is thirty-six. Let me get out the calculator because you know I'm not too good at this stuff. One fifty. Well, he had, 80, five, he had five last year. He had five. 36. He had five rushing yeah. touchdowns last year. And seven. He had six hundred ninety-five yards, man. 350 points, Adam. That's 351 points. That's a high, high, high number. Again, That's for a high me, number. The, the risk for him is when you run that much, you're taking more hits. So more pension for getting injured. But again, No, that's true. But, but we only gave him 3,000 yards and you gave him 20 touchdowns. I would that's, have given him a few less, but well, I, I'm okay with that. That That's the thing. That's why people don't understand Lamar Jackson and his value. They look, oh, he's terrible as a passer. He doesn't even need to be that good. He needs to be average and maybe right. even slightly below average. If he's going to continue to run at this pace, now we'll see if teams adjust and adapt. But, I mean, what he did last year was impressive, and that's the thing. You know, he gets 60 rushing yards per game. A rushing touchdown, that's 12 right there without him even throwing a pass. Dude, if you gave me Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson in a best ball league, I would just oh, you're good. be the happiest guy ever. You're good. Look, I took Lamar Jackson in the uh, fishbowl as one of my quarterbacks, and I think it was QB 16. So uh, he has fallen. Um, so I like the value. I mean, round 16, yeah, for sure. It's really, it's really good value. Let me get to Hardman for a second. Mecole Hardman. You've got Tyree Kill out there. you got Sammy Watkins. I'm not a big fan of Demarcus Robinson. I'm really not. 
But couldn't Hardman find a spot? Who's going to cover that guy? He's got 4-3 speed. you got to cover Hill. you got to cover Kelsey. you got to cover Damian Williams. you got to cover Sammy Watkins. Who's going to find Hardman? This guy might actually be a very interesting pick this year. I just don't think there's going to be enough consistency there, though, because there's not enough targets to go around. That's the problem. Kelsey's going to get targets. Hill's Could he get go targets. three for 89 every yeah, game? But, but every game? I don't know. I mean, you're, you're just going to knock into – I need to see how many snaps he plays first and how many targets he gets. Again, now we're talking the last round or two. Yeah, fine. Take a shot no, just but, to see how but it pans But you disagree out. with where I'm going because you got Hill, and Hill, they're going to shade the safety over. You got, you got Kelsey in the middle of the field who's going to take the linebacker. Who's covering Hardman? The slot guy? What slot guy can keep up with a 4-3 guy like that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Tyreek's going to get open a lot, though, and that's going to be the primary read. And you're going to throw to your backs. You're going to run the football. I just don't think there's enough targets for him to be consistent. So forty. Ca- four, how about 40 catches for 650 yards and six touchdowns? Yeah, that's not good. Unless you know the weeks that he's going to perform. No, it's not good, right? So forty point, but so that's what about a hundred and hundred and forty points? Yes. Yeah, is that a guy? That, do you do you roster a guy like that? Look, it's the Chiefs' offense. I understand why he did it because if there's any type of injury, and we almost got one today with Tyreek Hill, then all of a sudden you're putting a guy with tremendous speed in an explosive offense with a good quarterback with a great arm. So it makes sense to take him. In the last round or two. Look what he did. Yeah, he took Watkins in five and Hardman, and then he's got Valdez, Scantling, Equinemis, St. Brown, and Kumro. He just went for good teams. Yeah, and good offenses, and it rolls in a good offense. And, it, again, we're, ta- we're still here in July 30th. We still got 38 days to go to the start of the season. There's, there could be, we've already seen several injuries. There are going to be more, unfortunately. And now you don't go to the wave wire and say something does happen and you have one of those guys. You're good. You didn't spend any fat money, and you know you find someone else to cut to get your defense for week one. Yeah, no, I'm looking at this guy's draft. He took Gordon. He took Eckler. He took a lot of guys on the same team to cover himself. It, it, it's a very smart draft. Now, at the end, if all these guys are healthy, he may have to cut five or six guys, but maybe five or six guys emerge in camp, Adam. Yeah, and that's what you want to do with those late picks is take those shots, and this is why I always say – uh, you don't need to take a kicker in a defense if you have the waiver wire before week one. And we've seen a lot of people do that in this draft. We had seven kickers going seven defenses. So people are starting to get it. All right. There's a receiver who I didn't like, but now I'm starting to like him. He's a rookie. Who is he? I'll let you know right after this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, we're back. Mock draft now. Mock draft now. Mock draft now. Mock draft now. Did I mention mock draft now? Go there right now and start mock drafting. It's a great, it's a great, great tool. Ronas, I literally, and I'm not even joking, I literally do about six to ten a day. 
Uh, I haven't done any the last couple of days. I got to back, back. bounce back in today. I'm going to go on a trip to Vegas, and you're not. You're not. Because I have Tyree Kill in the fourth round of every draft round. Well, you probably were holding your breath today. Then. <laughs> I was. I literally had this guy. If I've done 40 drafts, I haven't been 39 of them. I, be- I better start uh, differentiating. Otherwise, I'm in big trouble. But Mock Draft Now is a really great tool, and I, and I highly recommend you guys checking it out. All right, Ronas. DK Metcalf, I was poo-pooing when he was going around nine. But now, all of a sudden, he's starting to drop maybe in rounds 12, 13, I might be interested. He's getting run with the first with the first teamers. Yeah, he's a good, a big target downfield. We know Russell Wilson can throw the deep ball well. So, uh, yeah, I mean, double digit rounds. Yeah, I'm gonna take a shot on him for sure. I mean, look, we know that Tyler Lockett's got the speed. They've got a lot of speed there, right? Lockett and Metcalf. Does it get much better than that? I just think they need one guy to be able to go over the middle. Which they don't have. Yeah, they really don't at this point. I mean, I think Lockett could be that intermediate receiver. I mean, you obviously like throwing deep to him, and they were very efficient last year. The thing for me that's going to stand out about Seattle is we know they want to run the football. Is their defense not good enough now that they won't be able to to do that and they start to fall behind consistently and they're going to ask Russell Wilson to do more? I think it's a real key this year. Oh, my goodness. What happened? (sighs) Mike, go right. Mike Williams, 5'4". Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was on the clock. I'm, on the, I'm up at 5'6", and I was all set to take Mike Williams. He went two picks before me. But, uh, you know, getting back to what we were talking about, Frank Clark is no longer there. Jerron Reed is out. They are going to be much softer against the run this year. I mean, you got Barkevious Mingo, dude. That is not a guy who's stopping the run. I, I think that I think they're going to be some problems there. I, w- I would look for running backs in DFS – Against the, against the Seahawks. Yeah, there's definitely concern about their defense. And, you know, again, they, they want to run the football, but will things change if their defense can't get stops? Very true. All right, guys, this is Dr. Roto saying be well, take care. Keep it here for another hour with full-time fantasy with Adam Ronas right after this. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network.